It's time for Bourbon with Friends, the bourbon podcast that never takes itself too seriously. Pull up a chair, grab a glass, and remember, a bourbon with friends can change the world. Here we go. What's going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bourbon with Friends. I can't even talk anymore. Like, it's, you know, it's so busy. I don't even know what day it is. Apparently, I don't know how to talk. Anyway, we are in maybe one of the most beautiful facilities I think we've ever done a podcast in. If nothing else, it's probably saying that because my tummy is just like happy with all the whiskeys that are out there. There's like almost 2,000 different bourbon and whiskeys uh, here. We're at Watch Hill proper in Louisville, Kentucky, uh, an amazing setting, someplace that I definitely think you guys uh, should check out. Uh, we're with Josh Howes and Tommy Craig's, uh, and I'm really excited to be here, guys. I really want to call you Aaron Rodgers, though, Josh. I really do. Because, um, <laughs> I, I get cannot... that. Adam Sandler a lot, too. Adam, no. Like, it, look at him and tell me that doesn't look like I don't pure think Green look, Bay Aaron Rodgers. I don't think you look anything like Adam Sandler at all. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard that. Adam Sandler. The Rodgers, for sure. Yeah. Like, I'll take that. Do you have a family connection or something? Or no, not a bit. You do look a little athletic. Like you might be able to. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Definitely athlete. Family. Well, history. You, yeah, you have at least two good Achilles right now, right? That's right. So, so you could doppelgang. <laughs> well, so Aaron Rodgers basically has two good Achilles. He had two good Achilles like three weeks after he tore his Achilles. So I don't know what he's doing, but he's. He's he magical. He yeah. doesn't want to play for the Jets offensive line. <laughs> um, yeah, we won't sit here and talk about uh, we won't sit here and talk about uh, about football too much. We'll just go down a rabbit hole. But guys, thank you so much for having us out. We're really excited to be here. Thanks for coming. Um, well, why don't you guys kind of introduce yourselves a little bit, and then we'll can kind of talk about you know how you guys decided to do something psycho like hey, let's open up this huge you know bourbon paradise. Yeah, we have that. Thought occasionally <laughs> opening up a, a bar club restaurant in uh, you know November of 2020. What a great idea that was! Well, everybody uh, was drinking a hell of a lot more then. Yeah, they just weren't selling. going anywhere to drink it. But yeah. you know, it, it is what it is. Josh and I were kind of bleacher dads. Um, we watched our kids play baseball, and we would talk about bourbon. And um, he'll probably tell you he's an engineer by trade. I was at Heaven Hill. Um, so we just kind of, you know, if he had clients that come in and they may want to see the uh, the backside of Heaven Hill or something that you don't get to see on a tour, he would bring them down. I would kind of walk them through. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's just a, a bunch of conversations about whiskey. And uh, if you would have asked us then if this is what we thought we would end up with, uh, that would be a resounding no. Yeah, oh. It's a lot more grandiose than, you know, we still look at it today sometimes and go, <laughs> What the hell? Last night, <laughs> I was looking at it last night, just like, going, I can't believe. Do? I know it's just this crazy. Is what we have, yeah. So, uh, you know that that's kind of our background. Um, you know, uh, yeah. I'll, so we actually opened in April of twenty two. So we've only been open about nineteen twenty months yeah. mm-hmm. at this point from recording this. Um, so April twenty two, but we hatched the idea late twenty twenty. Yep sitting around were you sober when it started though? we were sober oh well that's the worst of a story yeah. if you were like oh yeah we're well, hammered and we we're like oh we should do this and i would have been like same like this is how this happened so it really ballooned on us we we thought we just wanted a tasting room we wanted to give you know the whole idea is still here that we wanted to give people access to whiskeys you know it's mm-hmm. it's the hunt it's everybody's looking you know especially all the tourists that come to Louisville, Kentucky that are looking for 
all those bourbons they hear about and, you know, they read about, see on, you know, Instagram and socials and they can't get it. They go to Buffalo Trace, they go to Heaven Hill, they go to wherever Jim Beam and they can't find it. You know, that it's not on their tasting. It's not for sale. It's not. Um, so we wanted to make those accessible and drinkable. And so here we are. So we've, we've got all those. It's just not really a tasting room anymore. It's more of a Experience. largest American whiskey bar in the world type. Yeah. I facility. mean, we love that claim. We love the, <laughs> the fact that we've done some print interviews and, uh, you know, they, they write down that we are the largest American whiskey bar in the world, which is cool. I mean, that's a, you know, that's a, that's a statement. We were a little surprised that something like this didn't exist in Louisville or in Kentucky or even in the region. And so when we were doing our due diligence, we went out and tried to make sure that we weren't duplicating something that already existed. And what we found is absolutely not. It, no, did, it did not. Exist. Yeah. And especially in this area, there is a spot, a very famous spot kind of where near where I'm from, not totally near. It's called Jack Rose. Yeah. I'm sure. You've heard sure. Of it. And it's very similar to this, but this is a completely different vibe. Jack Rose is, is a bit, I would say bougie. Uh, Maybe that's the word, but um, as I was saying to you, like I walk in here, I want to like relax. I feel like I come in here to hang out, smoke a cigar. So maybe you turn that event room to the humidor room. Right. I'm just saying, <laughs> and you know, um, he's get negotiating. A, I know he's negotiating his membership. Uh, it's something we've definitely thought a lot about <laughs> for sure. But uh, that's that's kind of as soon as you walk in here, it kind of just feels familiar, which I think is hard to pull off yeah. in any new venture. But especially in in whiskey, it's 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 very hard to pull that off. It's kind of a big smoky, uh, speakeasy kind of feel. Yes, we did get a lot of. We did well. We blatantly stole some ideas from Ed Hudson, who owns Multnomah Whiskey Library. I don't know if you're familiar with that. That is probably, from what we have seen, is probably the closest thing. To this, they're a lot smaller than we are. They're they in do, Portland, Oregon. They, yeah, Portland, Oregon. They do kind of have that, you know, oversized leather couches and chairs and that type of feel. Uh, so Ed's been here a couple times, and he walks in and he's like, "Yeah, you stole that idea from me. You stole that idea." And we did, we're like, "Yeah, we did." Sorry, but uh, he's been, he's become a friend, and he likes to bring his staff down here, and we kind of have a co-op with him going on. So it's always good to see him. So from like the perspective of of Obviously, you have uh, a, a mecca of bourbon whiskey, but like talk about what you because I was asking about like the lockers and stuff like that. So you have members and then you can have businesses that do that, which is unique. It's kind of it's cool from that. Talk us through like that process and what that kind of entails from being like a member as opposed to coming in from someone from the public. Yeah. So public's welcome any day they can walk in, they can get a reservation. Um, but, you know, Membership has its privileges, its benefits, uh, without trying to steal somebody else's tagline. But I mean, it's essentially if you if you come, we try to make it to where if you come six or eight times a year, it's mm -hmm. going to pay for itself to be a member. Sure. Um, and so, what memberships kind of like anything else? Um, our staff gets to know you. You end up with a house account, for instance, you know, and things like that, where it's uh, you just put it on the house account, and you charge it. Um, and you pay that off at the end of every month and it just becomes more of like a trust factor where sure. we see you all the time. You get to know our staff. I mean, some of our more frequent members, I mean, last night we had a member that was literally hanging out in the front bar by herself just with staff 
just hanging out because right. she likes our staff, you know? And so right. it becomes that kind of a family feel when you become a member. And if you're coming out here a lot, um, you know, obviously we go out of our way to try to, to make you feel more at home and, and do kind of above and beyond, you know, for our members, we know that they support us and they, they're our regular people that we count on to kind of, you know, show up every day and, and pay our bills, you know, and things like that. Mm -hmm. So we, um, we definitely try to give them that extra experience. Um, but otherwise, you know, it's, it's not for you, you know, if you come once or twice a year, we'd love to have you come out, you know, and, and be a part of it, get your reservation, you know, prices are all the same for members and non-members. There's nothing like that. That's anything different. Um, but it's just, we try to go above and beyond for the people that are coming more frequently. And that's where we kind of created the membership. So aspect. do you get any per, what is the perks of the membership outside of just that? Like, is there any discounts on whiskey or anything like discounts that? on everything? Okay. Yeah. Just lots of discounts for showing up, you know, and spending money. And so there are lots of discounts, but also we do a lot of, a lot of events. So usually they get first, you know, first run on event yeah. tickets. So like if we do an event here, mm -hmm. whether it's a ticketed event, a tasting or, you know, a celebrity comes in or a master distiller comes in and does some kind of an event, the members kind of get first shot at those, you know, and those types of things. So there's, there's perks along the way. They've obviously they can do a locker here, uh, but we're limited on those. So that's, you know, only a few members have those, but um, that's, those are kind of the big part. I mean, we're obviously trying to, we're adding more every day, more perks. We're trying to do more where they can bring a guest in for free to an event and try to show them around and, you know, and try to get our name out there a little bit more and different things like that. Probably the biggest one for me, if you ask me what the number one perk would be is the ability to make a reservation on your phone. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, non-members can't do that, but I will say this and I, however long we talk, uh, I, I, try to say this 10 times because people just seem to not absorb it. You do, you don't have to be a member to show up. <laughs> right, and we, right. we are fighting that fight still almost two years in, we are still getting those phone calls that are saying, Hey, you know, are you guys ever going to have a night when the general public can show up? And they're like, I'm like, yes, yes uh, right tonight. Now. <laughs> like, come and get in your car and come here. So we just want to make sure. And you know, we, and that's probably on us, Josh and I, you know, we preached and teached and everything about memberships when we were doing it. It was a capital kind of uh, thing, you know, uh, to try to get some revenue generated. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, as many times as we say, hey, you don't have to be a member, the only thing that people seem to hear is, I think he said you have to be a member. Well, no, I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, in the aspect that, you know, you can get discounts on food and drinks and first dibs on, on stuff. So if you're going to come, like, that makes sense if you're going to be here more more often, you know, and, and do something like that. And I'm sure, you know, if there's like somebody like that and, you know, they're like, Hey, we have so-and-so, can you make sure that there's room for us? There's a lot more willingness of like, Hey, well, absolutely. You know, there's the, there's the future cigar room. Maybe we make something work that way. Right. <laughs> like that kind of stuff. And that's the perks of those, that, that aspect, because I like look at this and I'm like, this is like a really like cool place that if you don't have a home to take people to, like you should oh. do it. Well, yeah, we did not actually, I should have mentioned that the, the, one of the big perks of membership is we have these two private rooms here. And mm -hmm. so if you want to rent these rooms out, you're free to rent those out. And we charge anywhere from 500 to $750 a night to rent this room out on top of your minimum mm -hmm. spend. Members do not pay mm -hmm. that fee. Wow. Members have it for free. That's, so that's if awesome, you man. do one event here, it basically pays for your membership. Yeah, We're in saving that fee. Yeah. Um, so it, we really try to encourage our members to come out. If you've got a birthday party, anniversary, business dinner, whatever, bring them out here. 
our staff's really well equipped to handle those events. And uh, we, we usually have a lot of people leaving very happy when they do those. We have uh, memberships from all over. We had about six or eight months ago, there was one of our managers <clears throat> came up to me and said, hey, there's a guy at the bar. This is his first time in. He's been a member since the very beginning. And so I went up to the bar and it's like, hey, you know, glad you finally made it in or whatever. And he's like, yeah, you know, I've been in Singapore. And I was like, oh, you know, when did you move back? And he's like, no, I, I still live in Singapore. And I was like, you're a member? And he's like, yeah. He said, I, I'm in Louisville five or six times a year. I want to make sure that, you know, I can get on my phone and make a reservation if that's what I want to do. Uh, so there in Australia and about 35 states, which is crazy. That's nuts. It's crazy that's to me crazy. that we have members from 35 states. Do you have like different membership tiers or is it yeah. just, okay. Out of town. Yeah. Like out of town is a lot cheaper, a lot cheaper obviously, because right. they're not going to yeah. come and get I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to push this. So where I live in, in Rhode Island, there's a part of Rhode Island, which I technically live in and it's called Watch Hill. Yeah. It's where Taylor Swift that. has her beach house. I live there. We've heard that. There was a guy in here that asked us if it was named after uh, that Watch Hill. Yeah. And, and that's like, that's no, like, never been there. <laughs> that's like my local beach that I go to, Watch Hill. Yeah, so cool. I'm going to go when I, I'm actually going back home to today, actually. And I will uh, push this to um, people in Watch Hill. Like, hey, come out, go out to Louisville. A, because Louisville is great. But B, there's this cool place called Watch Hill Proper, and I mean, you got to go. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. And you nailed the Louisville. That's good. Oh, I've been here. I've been here long enough to know that <laughs> okay. if I say Louisville, yeah. I'm getting slapped. Yeah, yeah. You got to say it. it. Yeah. Say it like you got balls in your mouth. Like that's <laughs> what you got to do. Louisville. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. So yeah. on top of that, you also have, you know, experiences that you can do here. We're like kind of looking at something right now at the table. We yeah. listen at you hit 12 minutes after talking. If there's whiskey on the table, I re-divert the conversation That's to cool. where the drinking starts. Right. Uh, so talk to us a little bit about what we have in front of us. Uh, well, I'll start. We yeah. um, so last year, uh, our Congress, our Kentucky Congress passed a new liquor law, another one. Uh, we seem to get those regularly these days. Uh, whenever the distilleries decide that they need something, they get Congress to do something. But a, a neat little thing inside of that is um, there's uh, cocktails that you can do that are barrel-aged cocktails. So Rusty gave the ability for us to do what we call a barrel-aged cocktail. So we have um, a barrel-aged cocktails out front, uh, but they're essentially – uh, very similar to uh, single barrels mm-hmm. that you would get from a distillery. So we have several distilleries represented out there, and you can thief right out of the barrel and taste mm-hmm. those whiskeys from the barrel. And then um, it's a really cool experience because it's real hands-on. You get you get whiskey everywhere. You you spill it. You know you get it. Try yes. to put it in the glass, and it kind of goes everywhere. And our staff. And then you smell uh, like whiskey. Yeah, and the floor is wet. And But it's cool, and our staff's really good about kind of like teaching you all about the barrel and all about the whiskeys mm-hmm. that are in the barrel and, you know, what the barrel represents and the aging process and all that as far as uh, making a bourbon different than, you know, other spirits. And then if you like one, we have bottles. We have them all bottled as well, so it's got our, our logo on it and our label, and you can take a bottle home with you, and, um, you know, it's a, it's a fun it's a yeah. fun experience and it's 25 bucks to, to go through all four barrels and get it. You get a little take home um, miniature Glen Karen with our logo. Yeah. on. And, and now like that I think so. about it, I'm pretty sure they were next to us at. 
No, that wasn't them. At at Bourbon on the Banks? No, that wasn't no. them. No, that no? wasn't them, no. no. That was somebody else. Who was that? Uh, Could have been Whiskey Thief. I think it was Whiskey Thief. Oh, it was Whiskey Thief. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of yeah. distilleries around that do that. So, But they Whiskey Thief actually helps us with this bottling. So our we've got barrels down there with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. We've even got barrel picks. We'll do barrel picks. Um, if a group wants to do a barrel pick, we'll do that. So we've got a bunch of barrels down at Whiskey Thief that we've bought and they're storing down there and we'll take them down there we'll do an experience with them they'll pick a pick a barrel get it labeled with their logo on it whether it's a company or a family crest or Mm. makes for good birthday presents or good employee gifts or customer you know client gifts and different things like that and so how much is if you want to do the bottle right and you do you bottle it yourself here whiskey thief bottles it for us or so if Mm -hmm. you want to how how much is the bottle if you decide like it depends on the the whiskey, but those are what from 60, we've got a $60 one, a 72, a 75 and a 90. Cool. It's basically based on the years and where it is, whether it's Indiana, Tennessee, Kentucky, they mm-hmm. kind of have pricing tiers, but uh, yeah. it's been cool. The The people who go out there and do it, they have a really, you know, some people have been fortunate enough to go to heritage barrel picks. Ours is different. We just kind of, you know, if they, if they can't make up their mind, we just keep, putting whiskey in their glass and eventually, <laughs> yeah, we'll find eventually one they like. just they like one or two of them yeah so it's been cool yeah and we'll do half on the barrel picks we'll do like half barrels or full barrels which is either like 100 or 200 bottles and it's similar price points you're paying anywhere from probably 60 to 90 dollars a bottle depending on the barrel that you pick but the ones out front like the one we're drinking right now it's a kentucky heritage uh single barrel that uh, we toasted, actually. Ooh. Um, is this the one we're trying right now? Yeah. But, yeah. And I will say on the 60 and whatever it is per bottle, that's out the door. Yeah. That's the bottling. That's the labeling. We have a lady that works with us, and she is just fantastic. So she – we Designing turn, the label. Yeah, designing the labels. And uh, like Josh said, it could be a family crest. It could be a, a, a work logo. But she is fantastic at kind of being creative and original and Different sending you proofs. Schemes and, 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 and so she's been really good. But that's 60 or 70 or whatever it is, that's out the door, which is pretty cool. Yeah. So we try, we try to do a lot of experiences here like that. So we got we call that straight from the barrel that we do up front here in the bar where you – thief it out of the barrel and you get to taste all those different samples and kind of have that experience. Uh, we've got a single barrel experience. We've got an Airbnb upstairs. Oh, so if you, that's if you want to really? stay here, Sick. stay and play. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So that's we've got awesome. that too. Um, so we're so, trying to, so build you can a, come here and get absolutely stone fo- face drunk and just go upstairs and yeah, go to sleep. Crawl Perfect. around. Yeah. Crawl around next door and Hit go in elevator. Yeah. Fourth floor. Is, do you have buttons <laughs> for lower for like when they press when they're crawling? Like do you have the uh, lower button? Yeah. It's like, no, oh, but, look at this. This is kid-friendly. Like, no, nah, this is drunk-friendly, yeah. guys. We do have, like, carts and wheelbarrows and things that we can... <laughs> we can... <laughs> wheelbarrows. <laughs> <laughs> this is really good. I really like this. When you said toasted, I was kind of, like, sitting here on the... Uh, when I was tasting it. I'm like, obviously, this is barrel strength, so it's, it's you know, it's got that nice, warm Kentucky hug, but it, this one was... Uh, which one are we trying again? The This, this one, right? Yeah, the shorter one. So yeah. this one's 118 proof. Uh, six years old. It's a seventy-eight, twelve, ten, uh, and it is. I mean, I think this is really good. It, I'm definitely getting almost like a toasted marshmallow graham cracker yeah, on on yeah. this. Um, there's sweetness to it for like a really high barrel barrel strength, right? There, it's not. I don't think it's overpowering, Connor. Do you like you get the nice warm hug? But I think there's a lot of con- and it's got really nice viscosity and everything to it, and it's kind of an oily whiskey as well. Oh, on the back, on the mm. finish is real toasted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can really taste. It. I get it's, it's very fruity to me, like uh, the palate. It's a good call. The the nose I was just about to say that, and the and the front palate very fruity, 
uh, with a bit of that more um, corn forward note, uh, kind of like uh, musty in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, on the back, yeah, the, the finish is straight up like that that toasted typical like like a toasted uh, marshmallow. Toasted marshmallow. Well, I was gonna say like vanilla um, marshmallow graham cracker type of like mm-hmm. that. That dense yeah. density there. Um, but it's been fun for us, too, because we've gotten to play around with having these barrels up front. You know, we kind of have to do a few things to them just to make them like, quote unquote, cocktails, you know. So sure. It's on, yeah, yeah. But so we get to toast it. We get to do different things with them. Um, and so it's a lot of fun for us to kind of learn how to play with blending and doing some of that stuff. It is very fruity. Like, I'm really like sitting here now. The more sorry, I'm like stuck on this. Perfect. Too. It's it's very very yummy. I I really and it like the experience factor to me is like the, the fun part. Like when you guys are creating that, right? Like people can actually. I think there's also something we said about like you can kind of like tangibly touch what is you're about to take home, which I think is cool, right? Like there's not a lot of places that do that. Yeah. Um. Even when you're talking about some of the other ones that have like the little lever and it goes into there, you're not necessarily like thiefing it out of a barrel right. first and trying it, right? Like that's just like a single barrel that they're selling you know, at, at the distillery. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just cool that you can mm-hmm. touch it yeah. and make a big mess and then and go ba- take a bottle home. Well, barrel picks are, I mean, it's hard to, to get to go on a barrel pick for just the general public. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you have to know someone who was able to procure one and then you have to hope right. that they pick you to go or on Or you it. get it donated for an event like we do. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, but, any, but, but still in the big picture, it's kind of hard to, to just be able to say, hey, I want to go on a barrel pick. Well, there's yeah. a lot of people. So what we're trying to do is make it a lot easier. You know, bring bring eight of your friends and come out and we'll sip through whiskey until you find one that you love. And it's they've been really fun, man. I mean, I, it's it's really cool to see the finished products on the labels especially, you know, to see whatever however they've named it, however they worded because they get the whole front label as you can see right here. There's none of the TTB stuff. It's all on the back. And so it's yeah, and all of our labels. Really cool. So he's talking about the barrel where you actually go and right. do, we're going to sell you a half mm-hmm. a barrel or a full barrel. Yeah, but those labels actually all go through TTB. Like Sweet. you're a legit bourbon when you come out, you know, That's when cool. you get your bottles. Yeah. They are actually approved through TTB and the labels are are legit. All the things fun. that we know about now. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's right. But but the experience inside of the club here that's 25 bucks, you know, the straight from the barrel experience. It's kind of like going on a barrel pick without yeah. leaving the building. You just kind of get yeah. the experience mm-hmm. tasting through different barrels and and side by side and really kind of learning what what's a 12% rye bourbon tastes mm-hmm. like next to a 21 and next sure. to a 36 and next to, you know, maybe one day, you know, we'll have a rye barrel in here or something and you can go, okay, well, what's, you know, two different ryes side by side with different mash bills. So that's fun. Well, and you guys know this too, like outside of like a world, like where we live and in, inside of like the bourbon kind of, you know, in the world itself, right? Like, people don't necessarily know what all is out there and they go, you know, they could walk into a place and they were like, I want this. And as soon as I said that 900 people listening to this podcast, all at once simultaneously said one word and I'm not going to say it, but everybody thought it. So, but like they don't realize that there's all these other things that are out here. Like to what you're saying, it's the educational piece of, and it's not, it's, it's, to us, we laugh about it because we know and we're like, oh, look at that tater. But on the other flip side, some people don't know these things, right? Sure. About like the different mash, but they think, well, it's got that name on it, so it's the best. No, it just that it's, it's very recognizable, right? right? Like, 
And there's nothing wrong with that, but the aspect of where that teaching element comes in and having people like educated of like, all right, here's the thing about this, right? You know, some people are like, well, it's, uh, it, uh, I can't believe you don't make something in Kentucky. That's the only place you can get bourbon. <clears throat> wrong. Uh, also, go to Colorado and tell me their shit isn't good. Yeah, uh, you know, MGP has been around for decades. You try and try and recreate all the enzymes and bacteria that they've built up over decades of production right. D- again, right? Like it's those things that people don't understand. And I think it's cool from that perspective, what you guys are bringing from an educational el- element, because not everybody knows this stuff and it helps for them because then it turns them on to other brands. Well, you've got bottles out here that are phenomenal. And like, I mean, they're unicorns or things people want to try. There's stuff that's not in a case that I guarantee you the four of us would be like, yeah, that's probably better and yeah. a taste in that, but oh, it yeah. doesn't have the clout that, that it does. And I think that's a cool thing in that next wave of what bourbon is because yep. we had this boom, right? And I think the next wave of what bourbon is is going to be that back-end educational piece because at some point, people will stop giving a shit about bourbon if they think they have to spend three, four, five hundred $500 on right. bourbon to continuously have it, right? Probably will. So either there's going to be an educational piece that's going to take over and move kind of forward and then things will be a little bit less psychotic, which (laughs) I don't know when the hell that's going to happen because it still goes crazy. But it's cool from that educational element that you guys have the those and you could just kind of push people there. But you are bringing that educational piece too of like, no, like we might have these and like they're sought after. But like that's a special occasion. Like look at all this cool other stuff that Mm -hmm. we've got instead. We've done We do double blind tastings here at least once a week and... It's amazing how many eleven dollar bottles have won. Yeah, because, because there's it's no amazing. label. There's Hello no corn, label. baby. We do it all the time. There's no label. Every love. every Saturday at four o'clock, we do a double blind tasting, and and we always put something on there that's label love. But yeah. being double blind means mm-hmm. that we we're not going to tell you what the bourbons are that you're tasting. Yeah. Um, no mash bill, no nothing. No nothing. nothing. So you, not until you, the reveal. You don't even know what four bottles are there. It's not like they're in a randomized order, which would be a single blind. Sure. Yeah, a double yeah, blind yeah. is we don't tell you anything. We hide the bottles. We hide everything. And then we go through and we talk about the bourbons. We talk about the flavor. We try to teach your palate how to taste it, what notes to kind of look for and to kind of try to pull out of there. And then everybody votes at the end. And then we do the reveal. And usually the label love is... <laughs> The, last the word or near you, last. The word that you wouldn't say, it, it never, never wins. wins. Never wins. It never wins. No. Yeah. The the nose on this, by the way, that we're trying that you let us taste. I love when the, the glass is empty and oh, you really kind of taste. I mean, the nose on this thing is yeah. phenomenal. We pick good single barrels. Yeah. Well, people <laughs> who usually have good taste and stuff, like, I mean, yeah. look, we, we've, we've won awards for barrel picks we've done. I'm sure you guys have won yeah. awards for barrel picks you've done. If you know whiskey, it's not hard to pick a good whiskey. Mm-hmm. It's it's because you appreciate the the thing, and and I think the fun part about people like us is we would probably geek more about someone putting something unique down that we might have All not tried time. and heard the story behind it. Then it's like, oh, here's uh, BTAC, right? You're yep, like, oh, yeah. okay. All the time. Well, we did it last night with Old Elk. Man. We Which did, one? Well, we've got a couple. We got a so. That's a good segue. We don't, have don't talk dirty to me because old elk is like a love language. I love. We old have elk. a lot of single. Yeah, so one of the things we like to do here is we like to represent single barrels. Mm-hmm. So we have anybody in town or somebody that um, I don't think I've ever had an old elk single barrel. We have a bunch, and <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, I would it, like to try one before exactly. I leave. So we have a lot of those. So we try to do a lot of single barrels. So we have hundreds of single barrels here mm-hmm. from picks around town and different things, and so. Um, 
So those are unique for us. But, you know, talking about Colorado, you know, like Old Elk is one of our favorite spots um, with Greg Metz out there. And so we try to we we geek out over those. So we were we were trying. I think well, he's a freaking, you yeah. know, I mean, just amazing. Per- I mean, you yeah. probably almost have to put him on the on the Mount Rushmore of distillers who I are would. probably alive right now. I would. I mean, Tommy's our historian, so he I would. I mean, he's. You're right. He people don't they don't realize how much Greg whis, uh, Greg Metz whiskey they've actually drank. Oh, t- oh, tons and tons. People and tons. Don't, no. don't realize it, and then when and then creating the ninety to ninety five five rye recipe, how integral he was in that. I, I mean, well, him and um, yeah, Emerson, Emerson, yeah, yeah. So, but I mean, if you're looking at distillers who are like alive and I and still producing like it's different like mm-hmm. I, I might say if they're still producing Mets has got to be on there uh well, that, Eddie are, Russell. that are actually making whiskey yeah now, Eddie, a, the master yeah. distiller title can be someone who goes and to you know goes out of town and, and preaches sure. the brand and you're making whiskey like i'm still confident that greg metz is in there with dirty hands you know getting yeah. in the getting in the grunt of it and making whiskey jim rutledge is another one yeah rutledge is certainly on the on rushmore I mean, um, we love jim around here I mean, but there's a lot of ladies out there right now that's right there's a lot of li- listen and they're making really, really, Elizabeth. really good whiskey. We've had a Hell bunch yeah. of them in here, and yeah. it's, it's amazing to to kind of pick their brain. Uh, you know, Elizabeth McCall at Woodford has, you know, we've gotten to know her over the last year and a half, and to sit and sip whiskey with her, mm-hmm. you it well, <laughs> well you, you you might think you have a pretty good palate, and I think Josh and I think whether we have a pretty good palate, and we probably do, but when you sit and listen to Elizabeth McCall's tasting notes, you're like, like what the fuck? Holy cow. <laughs> well it's so much better. We did that with uh with Jackie Zykin yeah, years ago. Jackie, uh, the first yeah. time we had Jackie on the show, and she basically like explained it in a way that was so she was like, uh, she goes, I, she goes, I come from it from a very different aspect of like, you know, okay, I hate when people say men and women are even on stuff. It's like, no, we're not even my palate. And what I have is completely different. Be like, we are designed to be able to taste like things and different notes to protect like a, a fetus. Right. Right. And she's uh, like, she goes, it's not cool. that one is better or the other. She's like, I'm not saying someone, but it's different. And she, and I, I had never thought of it that way of like yeah. the genetical makeup of like a man and a woman, like we compare too much of like, Oh, it's palate, but the genetics behind it also, it's just, it's okay. kind of like, there's a reason there's so many drink. women on these tasting panels. Like yeah. they, they have really good palates. Lisa Wicker, Lisa Wicker. Um, yeah. I mean, there's you know, just, Marianne Barnes, Eves. Yeah. I mean, Marianne's so, a good friend of ours. Yeah. She's, she's done some incredible stuff. They just have really good palates. Well, and we have as a member here, we have Peggy No Steven. So if you're oh. talking about the Rushmore, oh, grandma, um, yeah, I mean, you're talking about the Rushmore. Of <laughs> she's palettes. out here a lot. We, she's, yeah, they do. They have their bourbon women meetings here. And so, you know, getting that's what's cool about this place and something we haven't touched on yet is that. You know, you never know who you're going to walk in here at seven o'clock mm-hmm. when you sit down with your party and who you're going to be sitting next to, whether yeah. it be a Rutledge or, you know, who, whoever, you know, in insert master distiller or brand ambassador or whiskey executive. Uh, it could be anybody. Pretty so, well, uh, any given night, we usually have at least one or two brands represented at a table or two here mm-hmm. that, where they're just hanging out. Which is cool. Yeah, and no, they're really not cool. wanting to be known, but you just know who they are, you know, and they're just sitting around hanging out and having a bourbon with yeah. some of their friends and it's uh it, it becomes kind of a community aspect too you know so if any of those people come out they usually see 
two or three tables of people that they're familiar with and that they know, and you know, they can kind of reconnect a little bit. So it's a cool spot to hang Peggy out. Peggy No Stevens though is hilarious. Uh, I think she's one of the most iconic moments. We actually, we were really nervous to ask her this question. Uh, you know, it's like, Oh, do you ask a bourbon hall of famer? This question It's like, what's your favorite drunk, drunk food? And oh. she, without hesitation was Taco Bell. And I was like, oh, you? Wow. and I literally, I asked her, I said, will you adopt me? I said, I don't have a grandma anymore. <laughs> I like, can you adopt me? Um, she's, awesome. she's so, it was like, like people like that are so cool in that yeah. aspect and, and just, you know, getting to know from like our perspective and, and seeing that, I think that was one of the top, like. 10 highlights of the show and and then we talked and about she said sports. Taco Bell. yeah but then when she talked about like how we, she was mad that the that talk about didn't have sporks anymore and i'm like yes they don't and connor's just like i'll oh, give me a mcdonald's any day there's my Does kfc food. still have sporks we don't talk about them oh okay i love kfc i don't know what the hate is for kfc in kentucky but based right here in louisville yeah well it's I, do you not like kfc oh why wouldn't you it's fried chicken exactly I mean, fried chicken, mashed that. potatoes. Here's Mike. a great side question. What is your guys' go-to drunk food? Oh. So I I am a nosher when when I'm eat when I'm having a beverage, uh, a whiskey at night. Almonds always are at the top of the list. If you're talking like a fast, food I'm talking. Food, no, I'm talking like about crazy. like you've drank and you're like, you know what? I need sustenance because burger. I've I've drank that. Gotta What's your a, go-to? Got to be a burger. Burger. Okay. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah, but no I, preference. Just as long as it's meat on a bun, greasy. Oh, yeah. I, I love. I love it. What about you, Josh? <laughs> well, I try not to get that far down the road. Yeah, we don't. Um, we're not talking about blackout. <laughs> Listen, even if you get a nice buzz, right? Like you get a nice buzz. You've been out with your friend, and you, we know this. You, you. I'm a sweet. Seven. So I, I've just always been a sweets person growing up. Okay. So like, I usually will find something real sweet. Like that's just me. Like Oreos or something. Anything oh, sweet. That's, anything that's that's the first. Yeah. I mean, I'm a sucker for Mexican food. Oh, I mean, anyway, buddy. so like, you know, a good margarita with, you know, chips and queso is yeah, pretty that's much true. Chips curtains and queso. for me. Yeah. My go-to drunk but, food is Taco Bell, and it's yeah. always been Taco Bell, and yeah. I don't know why, and McDonald's is my backup. So yeah. what are you getting from Taco Bell? Just oh, standard man. taco, no. or are you going no, to No, no. Like, I'll, it depends. So, like, Taco Gordito. Bell's been really, been really cool in, like, the last couple of years where they've actually given, like, decent little offerings yeah. of, like, specialties. It's if it's a cool, um, like, like, now the grilled cheese burrito, oh I will, gosh. the grilled cheese burrito with steak, I will tear that shit up. Yeah. It is not healthy for you. Oh, we're pouring my whiskey, and I'm happy about I like, this. Uh, but that's the kind of thing. Now, a, bur- a burger is is a is a strong backup. If the, if I had if I had to choose between um, a steak burger, like a mashed steak burger with like onions and stuff, over Taco Bell, I would. But yeah. that's very hard. We've I got for sales. We've got a smash burger here. Got a smash burger here. Yeah, but you also need that late night, right? Like you, I get it. The dong, you know, I open you. late. Four to five o'clock is the only time you can get it here, Michael. Our Easy chef, guy. We're not open. We're not up that late. We're up to like eleven thirty. No, like four in the like four, four in the afternoon. Four in the oh, afternoon. afternoon. Okay, four good. to five at how's PM. I, how's about to say you guys said no, no, you don't no. turn up that way, and you're like no. four a.m. No, no, no. like, we close at eleven seen. or twelve. We yeah. Close Jesus. at eleven, and we have not even mentioned uh, Mr. Crouch. I mean, yeah. so if there are a couple game changers uh, that we have encountered over the that last cost us year and a lot of money. Uh, yeah, he does. Yeah, Where we know. had to, I think someone's very upset that they can't get in. Yeah, I think they are too. Yeah. <laughs> but Michael Crouch, it, you know, we we were able to land him, and he's, you know, he's been a game changer for us. We had a really, but we uh, did have to add a half a million dollar kitchen. Well, we did, and oh, he, so he's the chef, right? Yes. He, he is the chef, and he's. A, you guys are making a, me want to kind of a never eat. satisfied chef. You guys are yeah. making me want to stay till food because I'm really hungry. Smash Burger starts at four o'clock. 
and it only it's over at five o'clock on the nose. Five oh one, you do not get one. No, he's very adamant about. But he's been one of the game changers. What if I say please really nicely? He doesn't care. What if I give him a free bottle of whiskey? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> Can I bribe him with that? Possibly. Okay. Possibly. Okay. Yeah, they, he, you get a five minute grace period if you bring him a bottle. <laughs> yeah. If that ticket goes back at 501, they don't like they're it. They're not happy. No, what if it goes on top of a bottle, though? Maybe. Might. That might work. Not, it might not be as mad. But you might as well just get here at 459 and save yourself the bottle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but at this point, it's just the funniness of like, what are you doing? <laughs> but he's got a fantastic burger. Just. It's our kitchen's not big. We don't have enough cooking service to justify making it all night long. Sure. You know, we've got a, we've got other stuff that we're trying to make. So that's why that's cutoffs there. But, um, his food is phenomenal. He's probably one of the best chefs in the city. Um, he gets shout outs from lots of, lots of famous chefs, um, that know him. So we're super happy with his food. Um, and it's good place to eat. Obviously when you come in, um, prices range from, high $20 entrees to we've got a, I think a $69 steak. That's about, so it's a, well, you wouldn't want to come in here and be like, oh, I'm going to get $11 chicken nuggets. He would, no. Connor would be like, yes, I would. I would a hundred percent do that. Um, but it's probably one of the best Italian restaurants with only one dish. We have one Italian dish and it's probably the best what dish. Is it? And it's pasta bolognese, <gasps> his pasta, his bolognese sauce. It's our number one seller and it's not really even close. We were sitting with an Italian. We at the at the event last night. There was a guy who's a member, great member, and he said, "You know, it, his pasta bolognese reminds him of very authentic what his mother and grandmother used to make." Uh, and so that's what he's kind of prided himself. I think that's what his bolognese is. His amazing. bolognese and his lobster hush puppy is what's kind of giving him a name around the region and that type of thing. But, but he's, he's he's French good. trained. He's got all kinds of stuff on the menu that's stuff that you've never had before, but then it becomes familiar once you taste it or you're like, Oh, I've had this, but just not that good. And let me tell you, Michael Crouch loves him. Some Michael Crouch. (laughs) (laughs) I'm selling you. He's very, he's on TV a lot. Talk to him. him. He'll tell you how good he is. He is good, but he's earned it. (laughs) He's earned it. He's been, so he's been around town for 20, 20 years or so now. And he's, he's earned his reputation. So we're, we're happy to have him. What is the whiskey that we're trying? So this uh, is a 30, probably a familiar mash bill. Um, so it's a 60, 36, okay. Four, okay. Four grain. Um, and it's not a Kentucky bourbon. It is delicious. It is an out of state Kentucky bourbon, out of state bourbon. Um, and this is pretty well straight up. Yeah. Very, very little. Connor's already halfway gone compared to like. We have done. Uh, uh, Tommy has a heavy pour, by the way. I'm just going to throw that out there. I this do, is I one of like our it. favorite. I drink whiskey very fast. I like that. Yeah. This is one of our favorite mash bills. Though. It I is. love this. We've done. Uh, like I say, we've been doing the picks. This is always in the final two. Always. It's, it's gotten picked. And it has lost, but it always goes to the finals. Chocolate. It's like got a like a can dark I, chocolate cherry. Can I go grab another glass so I can try it? Because this is still the first one. I haven't. Absolutely. I, yeah. I'm not going to finish that. All right. Absolutely. I'll, I'll get right it back. I'll, I'll, get go it grab it. I'll get it for you. Okay. 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 Thank you. Uh, this is this is a very dark chocolate cherry. Um, I would say this this drinks a little. I think it drinks a little hotter, but it doesn't it does. feel hotter, if that makes sense. I think that makes sense to somebody who drinks whiskey a lot. Um, neither one of these, if you're like a, a newer bourbon drinker, don't drink this cause it'll blow the backside of your throat out because you'll be like, what the shit. But if you love whiskey, this is phenomenal. The first one was, I'm going to put a little water in this yeah, and see the, how it opens the, up. The first one was 118 proof. This is actually only 116. So, but I would agree with you on the back end, there is a little bit more of a punch. 
mm-hmm. uh, to it. There's not a real deep Kentucky hug, it's but a, you do get you do get more heat for some reason on the back ish, palate. Ish though, like it's really it's weird. It's delicious. It doesn't punch you in the way that it's like oh, the, no, where it makes hurtful. you cringe. No, 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 no. not at all. Um, I, it's, it's, I, I love the fucking oiliness of this and the viscosity. Like I, I just put a little water in it just to see how it opens up. Uh, I love, I, I love a really good barrel strength bourbon that will drink a little warm, uh, but also not like blow the backside of your throat out. And there's a couple that I can think about right now that this I'm like yeah. every time, yeah. um, some that have label love actually, uh, this with a cigar, mm-hmm. I think on a cold night by a fire, sign me the fuck. I, up. I would agree. I would agree. That's a good. It's good six one. years, hundred sixteen proof. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, it's I just less. I just put water in it, and it changes completely. Like it's not even toned it down. It's a hundred. I, I need to I need to drink some water real quick and then try it because it it's completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. This is it's a, one of our favorite mash bills. We try to get this sixty percent corn, thirty six percent rye. You said yes. Yeah, <clears throat> you can taste the rye on it. Like it's rye. It's rye heavy. There's some real famous bourbons out there with this mash bill. This this <laughs> um, at when I pour some water in it, I actually get a little bit of pine. I think it brings the rye out significantly yeah. after I put water that in. Makes it. sense. A little pine, still sweet. I don't get the chocolate. I don't get the cherry as much, but I get more of like a cinnamon pine but the pine's not i want to say this with a caveat the pine is not aggressive because there has been um there's been rise where the pine is very aggressive and it's almost kind of like pine saw uh this is it's almost like a under soft undertone almost of of the pine uh that i'm getting which i like i do know that note that that piney note um Sometimes it'll actually that that kind of goes to menthol too. I don't know. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. And sometimes it's a little overwhelming. I like the hint of it, like you were talking about. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's a good note. The the sure. overall when it when it when it just smacks you, you just kind of like, yeah, I, don't I, like just, I just I just like you know face fuck the Christmas tree and I'm yeah like, I don't like that <laughs> note at all. And there are some issues out there. I don't like it. What do you think, Connor? <clears throat> it's definitely um, it's definitely a bit bolder. And you said the you want a first water one. In it? The first, first one's no, only twelve percent raw, but the first one is one hundred eighteen proof. Yes, and this uh, is one hundred sixteen proof. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I think that the high rye in this adds to a a, a bolder, almost darker mm-hmm. flavor. Pine. Uh, I I can see pine. Um, this one makes you think it drinks hotter than the first one for mm, sure. I think. Yeah. No, you're right. I, I agree. Uh, and that's I think in my experience is completely due to the higher eye content because you're getting a, naturally a spicier yeah. and that's what this is to me it's a bit spicier it's a bit bolder it's a bit more cinnamon it's a bit more baking spice uh somebody said chocolate i don't remember who said it but yeah there's a little bit of chocolate on there i do get um and then the finish again is this very rye forward what famous bourbons have this mash bill i don't know if you want to say it you, you don't have to say it if you don't want to. Why not? Is it a secret? No. Uh, smoke, I mean, smoke it, wagon. There, there's kind of a. Oh, Aaron I, doesn't give a shit about shout outs. What are you fucking talking about? That no, dude, Aaron's been in here. He's done a dinner with Aaron's us. Aaron's fucking yeah. amazing. Yeah. yeah. That guy left microphone. Oh, Watch we out. have. We have. Watch out. Okay. So I don't, you guys don't know this. <laughs> so it, we did a live for charity for Folds of Honor once. It was me, Aaron, Bill Bender, and that one dude, Ryan. 
I'm sure you know who all of those guys <laughs> of are, right? That one dude. So we went, we went, and this is this is like how things come full circle. So we were raising money for Folds of Honor, and mm-hmm. within um, like in 30 minutes in, we had raised like a thousand dollars. Yeah. So Ivy, who is now the CMO of McTavish Spirits, Ivy's one of those women that are just people, not even women. Doesn't even matter. She's one of those people that likes to like light the match and watch shit burn because she's from the mil- in the military. Uh, she goes, Hey, you guys should do, uh, chugs, uh, hundred dollars for every chug. Oh, nice. And we were drinking smoke wagon uncut unfiltered. Oh, wow. We had $1,100 in donations in <laughs> five minutes. Yeah. Me, Bender and Ryan were literally the next day texting each other. Like, why did what we happened? do that? We, we raised $7,000 for Folds oh, of Honor, eh? right? Which is great. Yeah. We were sacrificing. I was going to say, <laughs> I'll give part of my liver Aaron, for a good cause. Aaron, yeah. Aaron <laughs> sent us all refills <laughs> because of how much we drank that night. So, like, yes, I understand. Yeah. Uh, is, but it was great. It was a fun time. Is the one guy, Ryan, is he the guy that... that the sl- yeah, slams yeah, the yeah, bottle yeah, down. Right. Yeah, yeah, cool. I, yeah, yeah. I see his stuff. It's yeah. pretty yeah. funny. So, talk to us a little bit. What does a membership look like? You you had different tiers. Um, Just based on like how many, it's really kind of the same tier. Everybody gets the same benefits, no matter how you in come. town or out of town. Yeah, right? in town, out of town. If you want to be a, uh, if you want to be with a plus one, if you want to have, they they kind of get an additional membership. Yeah, we have like a, have a, a young professional. Or, we have a corporate membership. Oh, I could get that young professional. One. Yeah, oh, so if you're up. under thirty, it's cheaper. Oh, I'm way, way under thirty. Yeah, yeah. so I have a few years from thirty. <laughs> he right. does such a baby. That's right. So yeah, so we we discount. You know, we try to we try to give people meet them where they're at. So you know, corporates corporates are going to buy multiple people memberships, so they get a discount. Young young professionals, we call them under thirty, they get a discount on the membership. Yes. So it just everybody's got the same benefit. So it's the same discount, same early access, same access to reservations, is, that kind of thing. What is, um, what is in town and out of town? Like what is hundred miles, hundred miles. So hundred miles is out of town. Yep. Yeah. So Lexington is in town. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We have some Lexington members. Damn. They get up here a lot, so it's no, not that far of a drive. I, I, yeah. I, but Watch Hill, Rhode Island is out of town. It definitely yeah, exactly, is. I think we yeah. got to open up a satellite location yeah. in Watch Hill. Watch Hill proper in Watch Hill, Rhode Island. That would be natural. Yeah, so there's actually a subdivision. Well, that's kind of where we came up with it. Josh lives in front of a subdivision called Watch Hill. I think the name for a while was just proper. If you look up the definition of proper, it's kind of the center of town, the hangout where people. It's kind of an English name, old yeah, English and, term. Mm-hmm. And, you Makes know, sense. we would, I would go to his house and we were having these kind of brainstorming meetings and i would always say watch you i just thought that was the coolest thing and then we would banter well, back and forth and but also if you recall this tasting room was going to be on my property it was yeah they got nixed mm. yeah really but yeah huh yeah. yeah the wife didn't like that yeah <laughs> i was gonna say she would it, yeah it, it she would it would be no good <laughs> yeah it's always it's always it's always I'm one not of those messing with becky always so, one hey, of those. Sure. so <laughs> hey why don't we go to norton commons and spend you know a million dollars yeah, yeah. There you go. Well, sounds like a great idea <laughs> <laughs> she was like yeah get the fuck out of the house yeah uh what do you can you share what the in uh the memberships cost is that okay or yeah 900 a year for a, just your standard basic uh if i remember so 900 a year um and then the couples membership um, is twelve hundred a year, so it's just a little extra to add a second person. Um, just have to have the same address. And then 
young professional, I think is 600 a year, uh, under 30. And then out of town is only 300, I believe 300. What's corporate corporate is either a thousand per person with a minimum of three Mm -hmm. or it is, you can do kind of like we're, we're getting ready to start a new corporate membership where it's 1500 bucks. That's kind of a no name membership. That's kind of a company membership, but one person kind of drives that. Okay. So it's, I mean, they're not they're not overly expensive. I mean, that's so one person can make the reservation, but it doesn't matter how many people they bring. Kind yeah, of, and it's really run, more but, okay. for them. So typically, we want our members here. So if you make a yeah. reservation under your name, we want you to be here. So the corporate membership is more of a corporate deal. So that way, you can send clients in, and you don't have to be here. Ah, that kind of a thing. See, so you just I call see. us and say, "Hey, I got four clients in town." We're sending them to Watch Hill. Like Take that. care of kind them. Like for yeah. UPS, if UPS calls us and or whoever the their event person Charge is, them and way said, the fuck more. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> but you're you've caught us. We're doing this interview with you guys at uh, a time where there are some changes uh, that are getting. We'll, we'll just have to come back. Getting yeah. ready to have. We're getting ready to add a lot of perks. To yeah, our, our membership is going to look a, a little different. Well, uh, we'll have to come back. Oh damn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's okay. That's what it is. But yeah, so but the gist of it is that you know we want. If you're a member and you're sending people regularly, you know, that guy you can is trust still outside us. walking around trying to get in here. I think facility. I need to let him in. Yeah, I, I, I mean, think he's for the, be the guy. Yeah. I think he's here to get the big, big uh, uh, four gate okay. bottle. So we had this thing uh, painted. I don't know if you remember years ago, they painted a bunch of horses and set them in front of business. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. So they, yep. they kind of did that, uh, Bobby D'Antoni with four gate. And there was a couple other groups that did this and you know, it was at a charitable aspect yeah, yeah, to it. And yep, so yep. we were, uh, we know Bobby pretty well. Uh, Josh and Bobby have been friends a long time. And so he set his big, uh, the bottles in there. I think gotcha. I think okay. this guy's here to pick it up. We've had it for about a year and a half. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that would make sense. He was pacing though, so I you know, yeah. I wish I'd have known that that was him. I've been sitting here looking like, at him, and I like, didn't know that you, we that were was all him. judging him. Like, dude, like, <laughs> can leave. he see us through these windows? A little bit. Yeah, yeah it's a little bit more of a tent. <laughs> now that like, but now that, that like the sun's coming in, I'm sure you could see it. We were kind of like looking at him, like, dude, can you can go home? Yeah. Um, but was, no, was that him? Yeah. <laughs> we were all judging him, and then you know uh, he was here for a reason. It's kind of funny. So. Um, guys, we've been doing this for, uh, 50 minutes. So let's, uh, let's kind of wrap this up. Talk about how everyone can like find out information about where, you know, where you guys are located, how they can get a membership, or if they just want to, like, if they're in Louisville, they come into town and want to make a reservation, how they can make that happen. Watchoproper.com. Yeah, it's real simple. Watchoproper.com. You can make reservations right on the homepage. Um, if you're out of town and you're coming, you know, to Louisville for a vacation to do the distillery, you know, to do the bourbon trail and all that, we're actually on the urban bourbon trail, which is a Louisville thing. All the bars inside of Louisville bars and restaurants. If you have what you've got to have a hundred bottles or something. Yeah, something like so we're, we're okay there. You barely, barely, <laughs> yeah, we squeaked in. Yeah. Yeah. you know, you guys are looking for like 2000. I found yeah. one for you guys to add one. We, more, we, right? we will like, so, have that yeah. at the end of the week. Hell yeah. Um, sure. But yeah, so, uh, urban bourbon trail, um, you can get on that and, and kind of we're on that, but, um, you can make a reservation. Um, if you're coming in that way that if, uh, if you're coming into town, you can get your seat and make sure that you've got, um, you know, got those secured. And then, um, all our menus are on there. We usually have our events are on there. So any ticketed events, we're usually about a month out as far as posting those on the website. So if you, if we've got a special event coming up, uh, whether it's a, a bourbon tasting or a dinner or a pairing or, 
you know, whatever it is that we've got going on, we usually keep those where you can buy those tickets on, on the website. It's all usually just right. on that front page. So we preach and teach our staff and, you know, we have a relatively new GM and our managers and anybody that is within earshot of us, we preach that uh, service is very important to us. We want the person that comes from Hawaii to have the same experience as the guy next door. And we treat it as, you know, it has to feel like, even if it's someone who's been here a lot, we want it to feel like every time that they come in, mm-hmm. uh, it's the same high quality service service is very important to josh and i we found a general manager who is equally obsessed with fine service to make sure that each time that you come and visit listen we want to preach that we're the largest american whiskey bar in the world we want to preach that our staff is world class it better be that if that's what you're going to say these people that come from we've now become a destination so we get people that you know it, it still cracks me up they're like yeah we're in from you know, whether it be Oregon or, or wherever. And it's like, oh, what brings you to town? Well, you guys did. I mean, that yeah, that's yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot yeah. to, to hear someone say that. You're like, oh, wow, I really hope that we... So we better deliver when we, they show up. That's yeah. right. And yeah. so we, we really, really... But service matters a lot, especially it, oh in a post-COVID gosh. world. It really does matter because there's been a lot of times where we've been places and it just sucks. Yeah. Oh, man. We talk about... It's Holy shit! You weren't kidding. That is a massive <laughs> fucking box. Yeah, I told you. yeah. Holy, like, I, <laughs> holy shit! Uh, I'm taking a picture of this guy, like just moving this. I, I apologize if you follow us on Instagram. Uh, yeah, it's like the horses out front, except holy we had to keep shit. it inside. It's enormous. It was a big yeah. fundraiser. A big. Could you imagine if there was actually whiskey in that? How there was awesome not. That there was, was not whiskey in that. Well, there that was actually. Heavy. I don't know if you've seen this, but if you haven't, like on our TikTok on our in- Instagram, there's like a little like a an Ardbeg bottle like this hey, you're not yeah. looking I'm saying it's this big and nobody can right. see us right now uh it's got to be at like three feet high yeah. at least oh, wow. uh we've done a TikTok that but was... like I got to pour it out for Connor at Ardbeg when we did our tour that one Scotland. looks about seven feet tall yeah but that would be how awesome would it be to be like you want a shot <laughs> <laughs> you imagine yeah. if your bartender comes I need out. some help <laughs> six people like yeah. multiple multiple person go. lift right that's right. an event there well, you go why is the shot sixty two dollars because the shot is like the size of a freaking glass guy like that's just the way it is so it's cool so yeah we we really do push service hard um we want we build as an experience when you come in here it's going to be an experience it's not going to be dinner it's not going to be whiskey it's not going to be wine it's going to be the full experience uh that you're going to get from food to whiskey to service atmosphere you know if uh just the whole thing most people when they leave for the first time, they're like, I've never been anywhere like this before. Yeah. I, I do want to say from the moment we've stepped in here, you guys have been great. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can, I wish we could stay here for and grab a bite to eat or something, you know, but it's I'm very my, I, like, I've had whiskey. My shoulder feels fine. I, so I'm very tempted to cancel my chiropractor. I, <laughs> I, um, I'll definitely be back. I'm actually thinking about maybe doing the out of state because I do. I mean, I'm, I'm in Kentucky. No, we're going to do the fuck. Well, no, we'll do the corporate one. Stop. Yeah, but that's, but Anyways, way more, we, way better for that. We, we, uh, th- this is a spot where I feel like people that you can talk about all you want, but you got to come here yeah. and just like walk in and be like, wow. The vibe is legit. The vibe the feel, is legit. There's a the feel vibe. Is yeah. for sure. And I do. And this it's, and I'm not just saying that too, because there are, you can go in the places 
and it has the leather and it has the high ceilings and it has the whiskey wall. Yeah, but there's barrels everywhere. It's like literally like, oh, look, there's a ceiling. Oh, yeah, we stuck a barrel up there, guys. But it's just something like you you walk in here. Maybe it was the Christmas tree because I'm a big Christmas yeah. guy. Maybe it's that and I, it's got a good feeling and then I see everything and I start talking to y'all. But I cannot recommend, I haven't had the food yet, but I cannot recommend this place enough to our listeners. Thank you. Just from... Just the overall feel, talking to you guys. And you can meet Aaron Rodgers. So, and you can you meet know. Aaron Sometimes. Rodgers is here. This is where he's doing his Achilles tendon rehab. Um, so, but yeah, no, thank you guys for, for yeah, jumping for, on the podcast. Yeah, just, it was interesting to learn kind of the back end details about something as, as no pun intended, I, proper as Watch Show Proper. I think this so, is the first yeah. like actual kind of bar restaurant we've ever highlighted on the show. It's one of them, yeah. No, I don't. I don't know another one we've ever done. That's cool. I mean, I you know what? So. I think yeah. we guys are a first. I think this is the first that we've ever yeah. had like a destination of not like specific whiskey, whiskeys, but like where you guys are doing like some barrel picks and things like that. And we haven't done very many, really. We've done a few podcasts, we, but not many. Not many. Yeah. We've done a few. So we, you know. it's okay. You guys don't have to be our first. You're our first, right? That's, right. Like, That's cool. We're sluts, so we like, and then we get a first with anything. We're happy. We appreciate you guys putting us on your show. Yeah, and, for you sure. Know, definitely, uh, we'll have we'll have some. Whiskey that you're very familiar with here at yes, the end of the week. Yes. And uh, yeah, oh, we can talk about it. It's fine. We're very open. About I know. It. I know. So, yeah. So we Don't look forward to McTavish. <laughs> we look forward to having it. And then, you know, obviously uh, you guys come out again. We'll do staff training. We'll do, you know, a tasting. <clears throat> yeah. We'll do some sure. kind Let's of a, it, yeah. a ticketed event or even just try to make people aware of what's going on and our members, you know, aware of your of your product. And it's it's very tasty. So thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks everyone for listening. Check out watch show proper. And remember a bourbon with friends can change the world. That's it for this episode of bourbon with friends. Be sure to subscribe. So you don't miss a single episode while you're at it. Leave us a review to make it easier for others to find the show. You can also check us out on Instagram at BWF podcast. Thanks for listening.